This episode of Robin's Podcast is sponsored by a Sensible Portion. Sensible Portions garden veggie straws are deliciously crunchy, a better for you snack that the whole family is going to love. Sensible Portions garden veggie straws have a flavor for every taste like fiery, spicy, screaming hot, whoa, or tangy, zesty ranch. And they've just launched two new flavors, barbecue and sour cream and onion. Sensible Portions garden veggie straws have a light and airy texture and get this they have 30 percent less fat than leading potato chips so you can snack both sensible and delicious it's a perfect on-the-go snack for kids to take back to school and sensible portions has also come out with a new product sensible portions garden veggie puffs which are baked and never fried it's a perfect poppable snack and it comes in three delicious flavors white cheddar sour cream and onion and Screaming hot. Ah! No artificial preservatives, flavors, or colors. That's sensible portions. So head on over to Amazon.com slash sensible portions to try sensible portions, garden veggie straws, and new garden veggie puffs. That's Amazon.com slash sensible portions. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's definitely not the sexiest muffin in the circle. I am Rob Sistrino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Circle Roundtable, week number one for season three of The Circle. Spoilers incoming about episodes one, two, three, four of season three of The Circle on Netflix will be talking all about the week that has gone by and uh, talking about what may be coming next with a panel of uh, great circle experts, of course, joining us today, taking a break from all of the BB23. It's Taryn Armstrong. Taryn, message. Taryn, how are you? Uh, message doing great. Uh, I'm back. Everyone's favorite real life Southern bell. Uh, <laughs> yes. don't, don't think I'm fake. Yes. Yes. One, one of everybody's favorite Southern bells, Taryn, uh, Taryn, uh, what, what's been going on this week? Uh, we've got, uh, the big brother season is, uh, is starting to wind out, wind down here, uh, as we're, uh, closing out the, uh, the, an interesting season, uh, historic season. Um, and, uh, it was interesting to get a little bit of a, a little bit of a circle break here. It was, uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it all, uh, here with us today, uh, that, that in cosplay here is, uh, from why blank lost, uh, David Bloomberg is here. David, how are you? Good, good. Uh, I am, uh, I have changed my profession. I am a punk rock drummer. Yes. Because this is, is how punk rock drummers dress. That seems on brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got my dog, my wingman here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> your internet was like no I <laughs> should we do this are we doing this yeah okay <laughs> david uh good to have you here with us to talk about the circle uh of course from the uh, love and hip-hop atlanta rehab up uh sasha joseph is here sasha how are you so good you know i gave you my bollywood music uh i'm waiting for it to be played because i'm ready people yes sasha no props 
No, listen, I am the prop. What do you mean? Right? Like Roxana, like she has all of this extra nest that is her energy. That's what I am. I feel we're the same. Okay. And if you brought the Bollywood music, we would have had a whole dance routine. Exactly. Do you have a signature dance move, Sasha? Absolutely not. Or do you have many signature dance moves? Yeah, exactly. I learned routines. Like it's not just one move. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see that. And then here with us as well, another great circle expert is here from the 90 Day Fiance Rehap Up, the Mass Singer Rehap Up, Puya Fridays. Here he is. It's Puya Zamakili. Puya, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. Similarly to Calvin, I'm a man of many talents, private yes. chef, um, yes. partner, streamer, and, uh, you know, annoyer of Liana Boris. So here I am. <laughs> Very okay. excited to be back. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got our circle panel here today. We'll take some questions from uh, the chat live if you have them as we uh, talk through the full week of uh, the circle. By the way, uh, that we are you know uh, very busy with everything with Big Brother and the Survivor preseason. So uh, we don't have daily uh, circle recaps for the episodes. But one of the things that we're going to be trying out this season is that we will be uh, having some of our podcasters uh, do mini recaps on our TikTok at Rob is a podcast on TikTok. So be on the lookout for that. I believe that our episode two recap is up and uh, be on the lookout for an episode three recap uh, coming to the RHAP TikTok. That's at Rob is a podcast on TikTok. Okay. So, Taryn and I got to talk about episode one earlier this week, but I'd love to hear from uh, the other people on the panel a little bit of some reactions to uh, this uh, new season of The Circle. Puya, I know uh, that you keep a close eye on all the UK versions of The Circle. Uh, what do you make of Circle season three on Netflix? Um, it's so far, low-key, so far so good. I'm happy with what I've seen thus far. It's very clear they've used some blueprints from the last season of the UK. And orange prints. Especially with this... Yes, with the clone twist, Taryn and I talked about that extensively uh, when the season came out earlier in the year. No, but like I think for me, the way I went about it was, is this going to be better than season two? Because I've kind of season two didn't hit for me. It was too much strategy with the circle. I like it to be a little bit more in the middle of the road somewhere. And I feel like it's starting to find itself here. I will say just based on the 50 second preview they showed us of the next batch, it looks like the next batch is going to be better. So that's also giving me more of a positive note on it so far. But I've been happy with what I've seen thus far. It picked up after the first episode. Okay. Sasha, how about for you? Yeah, I'm like not super into this cast. I did it because I think I watched the UK version and I was like, it's so similar. Like literally everything feels the same. And then on top of that, um, we have this uh, weird uh, like twist. So I don't know. I'm still I'm still stressed about Manrika. So I don't know, y'all. I, I have some baggage coming into this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, David. Uh, what are you thinking about the Circle season three? Um, well, I'm the uh, a bit the opposite of Puya. I'd like to see more strategy. Probably not a surprise to anyone. Um, but I also was a bit disappointed in these first four. I mean, it took till the end of the fourth episode to get the first normal blocking. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there were all these other things going on for the whole first four episodes. I was just like, when when is something going to actually happen here? And so, you know, there was there was some fun moments and some odd moments along these first four, but, uh, 
Um, I, I haven't seen the uh, other versions of it. So I come in a little bit uh, um, cleaner, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, and not worried about uh, what, I, not, not so much worried, not thinking about what happened before. Mm -hmm. And Taryn, you and I got to talk about the first episode uh, the other day. And while they got to sort of a like a night one uh, elimination on the circle, I, I really did feel like that the second season uh, got out of the gate. Uh, in some ways quicker with everything going on with uh, Tara Alicia and Savannah in that first week. Uh, I felt like that uh, this first week uh, ended up kind of dragging. It definitely was slower after the premiere, which was a, a faster premiere um, than the previous season, but it, it did feel slower. And I think that that's largely due to this uh, whole orange blue clone situation, which they spent a lot of time on. I feel like if there was a fault in these first four episodes, it was that um, we might have gotten to know the individual players um, a decent amount, but I don't feel like I know what their relationships are. Um, that uh, we got one one real like opening up conversation and a bunch of like flirty conversations, but I feel like I don't really understand who's really friends with who and. And, and who I'm supposed to feel like I care about in terms of relationships. You know, I'm so yeah. sick of all the flirty conversations on the circle. Enough, enough already. Enough. Nobody's hooking up. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm so tired of, of watching it. And it's like always like some guy flirting with like, a, it's a catfish. Always. <laughs> and it's, it's never even, like, it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, hey, has anyone caught up with uh, Chloe and Mitchell lately? <laughs> Didn't that happen? Yeah. Yeah. It, Sasha, it am, am I wrong? No, 100% not. Like, maybe because I don't like Nick. So I think he's so thirsty and he's constant. I was like, chill out, dude. Like, we don't need you to do the absolute most. Like, he's such a bro. Mm -hmm. I can't. Okay. So that's he's why I think I'm not into it. I just, I can't get into it because of him. He's such a dummy, though. He's got the worst reads. The two people he started flirting with, if he had even paid attention to the profiles, he might have realized something was going on. He's just so <laughs> clueless. And I think so. I did see your tweet, Sasha, about not liking him. I also do not like him. But the minute I saw him, he kind of has a little bit of resemblance to Nick from New Girl. <laughs> okay. He has a bit of that similarity. So it's as if like I'm discounting everything he's doing because I'm like, well, it's Nick from New Girl. He'll he'd be doing dumb mm -hmm. stuff like that. So yeah, um, that's the only redeeming quality he has for me. The thing is, he's a bro who's a computer scientist from MIT. Mm -hmm. So his idea of being a bro, I think, is skewed in terms of what actual bros are and what actual interactions with women are um and how, how so what do you what do you mean by that i, I just mean that i i he's not I, someone who got into mit and got through mit as a computer scientist mm -hmm. is different from some bro hanging out on the jersey shore mm -hmm. well uh, tech in theory are real though as yeah. someone that lives in san francisco that went out <laughs> with lots of them <laughs> will tell you there is a not they're the same and i was yeah, in a sorority in oklahoma it. like okay okay <laughs> queen bro i'll yeah. tell I was, you no i was <laughs> like, basing it off of uh, my son being a computer scientist Real. Uh, who 
didn't even bother to apply to MIT because he didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, you know, I met some people at MIT when we went for the school visit and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I met some people from MIT too. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they're bros. <laughs> they, they can be bros. So, uh, that I find, uh, yeah, Nick, I'm, I'm on the side of that. Uh, I think I said he was terrible in the podcast I did with, uh, Taryn the other day. And I, and I think that one of the problems with this season is that in the first season of the circle, you had Joey who, uh, was like, equally as like flirtatious and, and as broy, but ended up doing it in a much more endearing and likable mm-hmm. way. And it also seemed like that mm-hmm. he, uh, while he was like super flirtatious with everybody, it seemed like that he was also like, uh, very much like building like genuine relationships with the guys where that, uh, I don't, I don't know what, uh, Nick's end game is here. Whoa, 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 Rob. Are you calling the wolf pack? Not genuine. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, the whole squad. They, I guess, uh, I guess they are a squad. And hey, maybe, maybe there, maybe, you know, Circle <laughs> loves these. Maybe there is a redemption arc for Nick, and the, maybe, maybe we are going to come back next week, and we're going to be like, you know what, Nick's all right. Nick, mm-hmm. Nick's actually pretty cool. You know the way that he, the way that he talked to Daniel like he was a little brother. That was so nice of him, and uh, the way that he stood up for Roxana, like that was so cool. Uh, who knows? I mean, he, I mean came in, he came in third in the in the final yeah. ratings of the uh, you know sure. that we've so seen so far. Playing that goes flirty, to- it's a very valid strategy mm-hmm. on the show. Like I, I like I, I get that. Like because people are like, well, this person's flirting with me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote them. Like it, it almost like never goes like horribly wrong. Maybe like when there's a catfish, like being like super uh, obvious and weird about it. So it's a decent <laughs> strategy. I'm just saying that it's like a, a it's getting boring for me to watch. I I still don't understand what happened to the initial like Chanel noticed immediately this what I was saying he is not a punk rock drummer why is he saying that he is it's clear he's not and yet that just fell by the wayside it was she noticed it I mean I know nobody listens to her but yeah you know, she noticed it and it goes I I think back to the what's happening who's talking to who and what are they saying to each other? Are they sharing information? Because it sure seems like they're not. Well, they voted the wrong Michelle out. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know that this cast is not maybe known for their, like, attention to detail, I'll say. So that's so that's why I just feel like it's a joke. I don't know. They're not. Usually we'll see, like, they go back and forth, but they end up making the right decision as a group. But I don't think I've seen, and we've seen, right, a few seasons of The Circle now. And someone, like, a cast just flopped so hard that at this point it's funny. Like, keep it. So, I mean, to be fair... Well, I, and we may get into this more. I, I think real Michelle did a terrible job. Well, okay, well, let's talk um, about the uh, orange yeah. Michelle versus blue Michelle saga from this week. Because that really was uh, the A storyline uh, over the course of the week. And, Puya, I have to say, I, I was uh, completely gobsmacked. I was gooped that they <laughs> voted out the wrong Michelle unanimously. <laughs> this was hilarious. Now... My intention isn't to spoil the last season of the UK season, but 
they had the exact same twist there. It didn't work. So for me coming in to see it work and the imposter gets to stay was wild. I definitely enjoyed it. I think Sasha hit it on the head. The reads of all these people are so wrong. Kay is out here living the top two life, two <laughs> ratings in a row, but every read Kay has had is just wrong. Yeah. And it's been great to watch. I've loved that very much. Um, I think they made the right choice picking Michelle because Michelle mm-hmm. literally at every moment was just shocked at what was happening and then did made no effort to put a good convincing story up, which was exciting. Now, again... When we look at it through a prism of just four episodes, it did make the bulk of this first quarter just about this twist. So mm-hmm. for me, because I enjoyed the twist, comparing it with the old side, I was okay with it. And Taryn, uh, I really, once the sisters uh, got going as Blue Michelle, and I, I just felt like, oh my God, they're doing terrible. Uh, this is so. This is so obvious. And somehow the momentum shifted against the real Michelle. I mean, that's the thing. I, I What I think happened here is that, uh, for me at least, it was more so the the individual campaigning work that uh, that the sisters did that won the house over, as, a, as well as, I think, Kay really feeling strongly right from the get-go, uh, just on a bad read. Because personally, I felt like real Michelle was just completely way more believable than mm-hmm. uh than fake michelle in the que- in, in all the questions and the pictures like she had so many details and everyone just trying too hard just trying to and the other one was just so blatantly like generic i'm not going to give any details because i don't know any details um but i think at that point they they had already decided uh who they thought they wanted to keep and i think probably more so than they let on in the edit i think probably people were kind of like I don't really care which one is real. I care which one I have the better connection with Mm -hmm. given the, you know, the period of time that we've been doing this. And I think that's where the sisters shined. Now, I think where this twist fails is, uh, is in its conception. I think that, uh, you're choosing the person who is first out to be the clone. And then if they succeed, okay, now they've succeeded. Okay. That's great. But now they have to do well in the game too to to stick around to make it seem worth it um but these are the same people that got booted the first time and right. they make all the same mistakes and they just get booted immediately <laughs> again so it kind of felt i feel like again big weakness of the first four episodes it kind of felt like a giant waste of time i mean yeah right definitely and we spent so much time on uh, michelle fake michelle the sisters and we're left with we w- walk away from the week and none of them are still on the show yeah. Yeah. Now I I'd like to give a contrary point of view here because I thought that there were some reasons that fake Michelle did better. Now I think Chanel does terrible. She pushes too hard. That's why they were blocked multiple times here. But um but I think real Michelle was just so confused and naive. She at first she had no idea what was going on. She didn't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. I felt like in a mafia game where you know it's like, yeah, I know I'm a townsperson, but Sasha is absolutely convinced everyone that I'm mafia and there's nothing I can do to say otherwise. And I'm just, you know, and that's the way Michelle was acting. And the, I, I will say that she did a good job with the Clemson shirt. I think that was good, you know, a, a good point. But everything else, it seemed like she couldn't understand why people weren't believing her because she was telling the truth. 
Mm-hmm. But the problem is she was the only one who knew it was the truth. If you have a generic picture and you tell the truth about it, it's not a trivia competition. No one knows that's the truth. There are two competing stories and you just have to be more convincing about it. There, It's not graded by someone who has the answer key. I, I just, for me, it right away, the second the clone is introduced, go to the circle chat. I felt like, Ava and Chanel immediately gave the game away when right out of the gate, they go, I don't know what's going on, but this is like a uh, genuine case of identity theft. I'm the real one. Their first comment, Taryn, was like, I would never lie to you. Like, well, who said anything about lying? What are you you talking about? What are you talking about? That You just completely gave yourself away. The things that we never even accused you of yet. Yeah, the real person in the circle would be like, I don't know what's happening. They don't even know they're in a fight for their life yet. So why would they say that? Yeah, Um, I mean, that's all true. And I think people forgot it as time went on with the pictures and everything, you know. But I think they were both terrible is what it comes down to. I mean, I think Chanel, you know, because Ava is Ava. She was just there most of the time. I think Chanel was clearly the social media manager. And I think she overdid it both as Ava and then as Michelle and then as Michelle again. And, um, but real Michelle was just so, so I said it before clueless about the whole situation. I mean, she's my age, but she's also not involved at all in anything social media related. Mm -hmm. I feel like. But she's like starting comedy, right? So this is what my biggest question was. So if you're starting comedy, yes, yeah, she's not like she's been six months in, right? So like, how can you not be quicker? Like, isn't that the whole yeah. point of being a stand-up comic? Is like you have to be quick on your feet and get people. But she's just like damsel in distress, like someone help me, and like Orange Tally, which is the UK version, like. Blue Tally was the correct one, I think. Yeah. And she had a ally. That's the problem is that um, Orange Michelle had no one. Yeah. So Although they were she like, was oh. supposed to have Kay. The problem was that Kay was essentially uh, <laughs> the uh, the Manrika to, yes. uh, to Michelle, but she had the complete wrong read instead exactly. of Manrika's right one. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Manrika can do no wrong, obviously. I mean, <laughs> Sasha, she said she's a, you know, she's doing open mic and she's telling her stories. So I don't think she's the kind of. Yeah, she's not an improviser. You know, she's not like yeah, Robin I, Williams. Like, girl, uh, but yeah. you got to know right. something. Come on. You I mean, on the I, circle. Well, I, I haven't been to many open mic nights, uh, open mic nights. Uh, but I've been to a few and then you don't yeah. necessarily have to be good, you know? Yeah. But for, forget about Michelle. Sasha, I want to talk about the sisters. What, <sighs> what, what is with these two that, uh, what, that, that they're like, uh, th- that they wear all their clothes are like currency. It's a gimmick. What is, it's a gimmick. What, right? is, what is this look? What are they going for? <laughs> They're manifesting. The first time they were like shining like diamonds because, you know, they want to be like up in front spotlight on me. I think second time they had the what was it? The comfy robes, which I might buy. Mm -hmm. I'm not wrong, Um, you know, because they've settled in comfortably into the circle. Listen, I can make a whole story about every outfit. That's the problem. They have like dollar sign chokers like Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) 
Like they uh, got like a dollar bill gowns. Like every every picture has uh, dead presidents on it. Puya, what are they going for? I to me, this all read like they were auditioning to be like the next socialites. They want to be like mm-hmm. the next Kardashians. That's kind of what I got, especially when. Chanel just couldn't stop talking over everything, Ava. Because Ava didn't give me anything, but I thought that that's a good personality to have potentially is not doing too much, whereas Chanel was doing too much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like combining the two of them and having Chanel just take over everything wasn't good. The Obviously, with regards to these outfits, by the fourth episode, (laughs) Liana was rolling her eyes. She's like, I need them to leave. I'm over them. And that is a big problem with these four episodes is that because they were so poor, it was like, okay, just get rid of them so we can start fresh in the next batch because they really aren't giving me anything. Yeah. The one thing that made me laugh at one point, they were talking to Kay and Ava was making hand motions. I'm sorry. Chanel was making hand motions and Ava was mimicking her. And it absolutely reminded me of the Saturday Night Live skit with the two Trump brothers. Now, this is not a political comment, but they've had, you know, Don Jr. and Eric and they portray Eric Trump as being an absolute idiot. And he sits there and like if Don Jr. is doing this, Eric just goes, you know, and, you know, does the same thing. And Ava was right there next to shit, like mimicking her hand motions. I, it absolutely looked like that SNL skit to me. I remember that moment actually, because it was very funny to me because what happened was that she was, she was doing like, she was kind of doing like a mimic of what Chanel was doing, but Chanel took way too long. Uh, And, and you could tell the moment Ava was like, I'm out of moves to mimic. I'm (laughs) stuck now though. Cause I can't stop. Uh, And now I'm just, this is awkward and it was bad. Yeah. Oh my god, no, I just think they were just not a good cast together. I think and I will say I think having like so many extra people on a cast and I'm an extra human being, so I feel like I can say this. Like it's too much. Like a Daniel, you know, uh Chanel and all of the I think it's too much. Like I think constantly and then Kay yelling, right? Like it, and then Sophie Isabel comes in, starts yelling. I just think like all these people yelling, it's I like I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. I was like I, how do I make this fun for me? I want personalities to come. I don't want this, um, this like fake, you know, over the top, like I need my sound bite to come. Like, I, I don't find that to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we talked about this in the first uh, episode recap, but I feel like that they really have a lot of like, sort of like loud East coast, uh, type personalities in this season. I don't know if, uh, like that's what they're looking for in uh circle casting, but I feel like that, uh, we do have, uh, quite a bit of that here with this group um i want to talk a little bit about uh we got two new people in the circle and puya i I felt like that uh they went over two on the new additions to the circle this week interesting so you you had nothing in for isabella or for jackson you're out on both you know i i was saying this with taryn the other day that i like i think that what i was uh, a little bit enjoying in the first episode i felt like that we didn't go super heavy on uh catfishes then and maybe i'm just sort of feeling like as like okay this is the circle season three and i haven't even been watching the uk editions of the show but i'm finding all the catfishing Mm -hmm. a little boring of like uh you know like i i think it's a little bit more interesting to see people 
like as uh, themselves and like making sort of like more authentic relationships. And then we had, you know, two people come in and two more catfishes. I, my, my thing about the two new catfishes was that uh, for me, Isabella looked a lot like the real person of the other dude that she was, she was catfishing Mm -hmm. as a dude, but I thought that she looked similar to Isabella and the dude she was catfishing as looked similar to Nick. Um, and, (laughs) and it just gets, it's getting very jumbled in my head. I don't even remember the name of the dude. Uh, I just think of him as the Nick clone. That's the Isabella clone that I I don't even know. (laughs) It's The one I do remember is the actual person playing Isabella. Yes. She stands out to me. I like her. Yeah, I, I like her a lot. Yeah, I wish too. she was herself. I really do. I yes. really wish she ha- she was just playing her own character. Because that's the thing. For me, Rob, both the characters are 0 for 2. But I actually like Sophie. And I would be keen to see Sophie yeah. trying to That would be much more interesting, right? Sophie, Nick would still flirt with you. That's the joke, right? Like, you don't need to be Isabella. Like, Nick, oh, yeah. just just give him anyone of the opposite sex, and he's about it. So that's what, and you know what? If anyone needs, you know, a boost for their ego, go talk to Nick. I don't know. Because, oh, yeah, I am opposite of you, Rob. I love catfishes, but, like, I didn't realize catfish could be boring. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, where um, I think I want catfish to be extreme. Like, I want you to come in as, like, you know, someone you'd never be. Like, someone of a different race. Someone yeah. of, like, the age should be that. Like, if you're catfishing, you, you can't just be like, hey, I'm going to be the male version of me. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. favorite yeah. catfish of all time was in the UK season last year where this guy played his played this older Ugh. man and pretended to be Uncle Saeed. Yeah. And he nailed it because he was clearly a young bro and he was trying to channel like 20, 30 years older than him and he was doing a very good job of it. That was very compelling to me, but especially here, like I'm much rather, I'm actually happy that, you know, Nick is himself, but with a little variation on the occupation. I think that's easier because I feel like with the catfishes, especially what Rob is saying, once there's too many in, that most of the storyline now moves over to the lens of can they keep up the act? Are they going to do it? They're going to get fact checked. And some of them are compelling because we care about the person. So it's like, okay, I'm intrigued. But then someone like um, Rachel, who is playing Jackson, I mean, we only saw her for like an episode and a half. So I'm going to withhold mm-hmm. judgment. But unless she really jumps off the screen in the next two episodes, I'm not going to care whether or not she keeps it up. Like, I'm not rooting for yeah. her. Anyway. I, and I, I just was yeah. I'm not necessarily like totally anti catfish, but uh, like what Sasha was saying, like, uh, you know, could we get a little bit more of an interesting uh, spin on it? I feel like yeah. that all three of these people catfishing are not exactly catfishing as like super interesting uh, personalities. And I feel like that um, even the, the, the people themselves, it's not like that we have like a huge, huge personalities that are pretending to be uh, something else, especially like in the case of uh, that uh, Jackson uh, catfishing as uh uh, no, Rachel Jackson. I'm oh, sorry, Rachel's yeah, Jackson. 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 Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and, and even uh, the 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 first guy, and uh, it's uh, Ashley and the Matthew. Yeah, and Matthew. Like uh, even like uh, Matthew hasn't been that exciting either. Uh, and 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 his catfish is uh, super boring. 
Well, yeah. See, my, my thing about the catfish is that uh, when Puyo was talking about his favorite catfish, my favorite catfish is also from the most recent season of the UK. Um, my favorite catfish is Manrika, who was being herself, but she was being so duplicitous and cutthroat oh, in the okay. game that she was essentially catfishing as another person um, to the other players in the game. And that dichotomy is what's very interesting when it's just a person being themselves with a different face on the thing, but they're a little bit more boring. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's like, Oh, I can't say this cause that would be too interesting. I need to be more boring as a catfish. That's where I feel like it fails. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with Isabella. The most interesting time, the most interesting conversation that Isabella had was when she was talking about her little sister, who is actually Sophie, Sophia. I don't remember which it is, but um, Sophia. Yeah, Sophia. Okay. that was the most interesting conversation to me, which means, Sophia, if you had come in as yourself, instead of thinking that you had to put your idea of a prettier face up there, it would, I, I just think it would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, some of the players and the, the cast that are working a little bit more. Well, we haven't mentioned uh, Roxana at all, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, she ends up uh, really uh, coming into her own uh, yeah. by the end of the week. Uh, she ultimately shows the second picture, has the reveal uh, to the rest of the cast that she is a little person. And now finally, where it was like people were like, we feel like we don't know you. Uh, now, all of a sudden, uh, she has like uh, showed a part of herself. And now uh, she ends up uh, coming in what uh was she one or two in yeah, the number in, one number one, yeah. number one. Oh. uh so she and and she looks like uh that she's now in a really strong position now moving forward yeah yeah i i think so too i mean she had the good one-on-one conversation with daniel um she must have made some other you know good relationships along the way too but i think it was revealing that part of herself also uh or you know all of herself i guess um that really brought her in and it moved her up from second to last to first in the two different rankings. Yeah, I was really scared for my girl because I was like, wait, you're so cool to us. What happened? How are you ranked so low? Who are you not talking to? Like, come on, girl, you cannot be voted out. And then thankfully, I think she's like slowly letting her guard down. Like you can tell that she's apprehensive of people, rightfully so, I think, with just her backstory. And I think she's slowly starting to like, you know, find her placing and like show like show to them her personality, which I think really helped her because I don't know. I was scared that she was going to get voted out first. Uh, and I Thank think God also, Michelle doesn't kiss her dogs on the mouth. Oh my God. Oh, first of all, what, why y'all kissing dogs on the mouth? Like, stop it. But also, yeah, I just thank God for Michelle because my girl needed a second to get her life together. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure her picture was her at a Beyonce concert. Uh, so oh, listen, that's all out. we need to know about Rixana. <laughs> yeah, Rixana is my favorite uh, on the cast so far. Uh, she's like she has brought pretty much the only genuine conversation we've mm-hmm. seen uh, with um, Daniel. Uh, with Daniel, um, which I really appreciated in the in the way that she handled it was was very uh, very nice. Um, and she also like she has that great mix of like attitude. Um, but she's, she's also like, you know, playing, uh, as herself and, um, she cares about the people that she's playing with. 
Uh, and uh, I, I've I've really enjoyed her, and I'm, I I feel like she's it feels like she's going to be the star of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that I'm upset about with her is that I feel like all these other shenanigans going on in the show didn't give us enough of her because I feel like the story of being in the bottom two to being number one is a great story. I would like to see how we got there, but I feel like there was just not enough time to give to her in the midst of all this clone stuff, the clone wars and all that nonsense. So <laughs> here's to seeing more from Roxana later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I mean, like at the end of the week, it really is frustrating where we've spent we spent so much time on uh, the battle of uh, the blue and orange Michelle. And just uh, it was a war of attrition uh, where neither of them end up walking away. And, and I know, like even going back to last season with Savannah and Terralisha, like uh, both of them ended up being out pretty early. But I did feel like that a lot of other people like uh, sort of like rose from the ashes of that. And I don't really feel like that we've gotten that so far out of uh, this season where that I don't think that like we've uh, seen too many other people that I feel like that I have like a rooting interest in. And that's that's the thing in in the second season of the U.S. when we had uh, Savannah and Terry Leisha, uh, the war between the two of them that ends with them both taking each other out. It still didn't feel like wasted time because the rest of the season still felt the echoes of that. The, the entire game was shaped mm-hmm. off of that initial conflict, whereas this season are we ever going to hear about Michelle, mm-hmm. Ava again? Yeah. I don't think so. It would be Hopefully like a Big not. Brother season where the first two weeks were like there were two people that were on the bottom and they just like went after each other and got into like huge fights and uh, <laughs> were like, like okay, well, and like none of this matters to any of us here that are going to be going on and playing the rest of this game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I would like to talk a little bit about uh, Kay, who I think mm-hmm. probably had the best week uh, overall. Um, but I don't know necessarily, uh, like, uh, you know, what kind of position she's going to be in uh, moving forward. If maybe she's uh, peaked too early. Uh, does anybody have any uh, feelings about Kay so far? I mean, I, that's what I was thinking also. Now you had earlier talked about how her, or someone had talked about how her reads were so far off, but that's not possible. Cause remember her father is an FBI agent and clearly, uh, clearly reads are genetic, you know, because <laughs> she said she's super smart and she has a high BS radar. Uh, her, her BS radar clearly way off. Um, but I, I, I mean, whatever it is though, she still, you know, was number one and then number two. So I do think she's going to get to the point where people are going to start seeing her as a threat and start, you know, worrying about her more. I, I, whenever it happens, I don't see her winning for exactly that reason. I think she's too much of a threat too early. What do we think about Kay uh, saying, okay, uh, I am going to be the person uh, who's going to go, Roxana, you, you, you enjoy yourself. I'm going to go and, break the news to Michelle. Uh, do you think that that was that actually like a, uh, a good game move or was that just like morbid curiosity of it? Let me see if we got the right Michelle or not. I, I mean, I think it was a game move. I think she may be smart enough to think that maybe something will come my way if I do this, as opposed to being the one who sits back and either way she gets information and she doesn't have to rely on whether Roxana is telling her the truth. 
Yeah, and if they don't get another video, then maybe she could lie and be like, "Oh, that was the real that was the fake Michelle even if it was the real Michelle or vice versa." So I think mm-hmm. she could use that to her advantage, but unfortunately, I don't know what, you know, this like uh fake Michelle Ava character is going to give her, right? Like th- like last season, we saw that every person that got eliminated was almost affecting the whole game. And this season, currently, at least, I was like, cool, they're gone. Like, who do they talk to? Like, I wouldn't name one person that they have any info on that's going to help Kai. Like, no one. It's a huge advantage to get to to talk to somebody uh, in person, um, unrestricted by the producers and what you're allowed to say and allowed to ask. You get to go in there. And even though you just block them, you can get tons of information from them about who they've talked to, what people have said to them. And that can inform you uh, on like your relationships and the the kinds of conversations that you have with people. Are they having similar ones with other people Uh, or is what they're saying lining up with what you're hearing from the person uh, who's going out, who doesn't really have a lot of incentive uh, or probably, uh, you know, time to come up with. Uh, lies uh, to tell you. So um, it's it's definitely a big advantage. I don't know if she was thinking that. Uh, I I think she probably was probably just feeling like uh, like I'll I'll take this one. Uh, mm-hmm. You're good. Um, but uh, but it's definitely an advantage. Yeah, just the way she was like, no, no, no uh, Roxanne, I want you to enjoy yourself. You 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 know <laughs> this is you know like I don't want any extra worry for you. You relax. I'll I got this. Yeah, no, I think from, that would make uh, you suspicious, Rob. That would make you <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I think she did nail it. Where like now the relationship with Roxana is going to be stronger, I think. And like we've already discussed, but I feel like there's a lot of information, especially she won't know this, but those two also got to meet up with original Michelle or mm-hmm. real mm-hmm. Michelle. So they'll have, she'll get a combination of okay. real Michelle's info and their info. That's not a bad spot to be in. And given that I believe she still had the better relationship with this fake Michelle than Roxana did, she stands to gain from this move as well. So I think all of that is a good spot for her to be in. And uh, we'll just have to see what information comes out. Oh, so Daniel's in trouble because fake, oh, sorry, real Michelle was so mad at Daniel. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. think of that. Mm-hmm. And, and Daniel's rating, uh, sorry, review also got him in trouble. Oh, no. Well, it was Daniel? also from Kay was the person that yeah. left in the, the, the Oh, so review. it all works out. Yeah. So she could blame it on Michelle and be like, Michelle told me all this. The review was Michelle. Okay, well, this is a good segue to get into talking about the activities uh, for the week. And I think that the uh, other other than uh, Michelle uh, kissing the dog, I think that the reviews was uh, the thing that was probably uh, the most impactful. The thing that I, uh, I'm sure I wasn't alone in thinking was that, boy, if they could have just got Kylan on the circle, this would have been his comp. Yeah, this was the Kylan invitation. <laughs> this was great. I This was my actually, I, I will say, despite its flaws, I actually did enjoy this batch of four episodes. Um, I am enjoying that this is a cast of very like outspoken people uh, who can, uh, I think, be pretty entertaining on their own. And what I love about this cast is that Unlike many of the, uh, you know, previous seasons of, uh, the circle that we have gotten, where we have the opportunity for anonymous criticism and we mostly get like one bad one mm-hmm. that everyone has to talk about. 
every single person, uh, except maybe Roxana. I don't think she did a mean one. Uh, like almost every single person uh, had a mean review to write about somebody else. Um, and uh, we had a lot to uh, enjoy here. And Calvin was the person uh, that got the most uh, negative reviews. And uh, maybe we should stop down and uh, talk about uh, where we think uh, Calvin is in this game. Because I think we've seen sort of like both sides of Calvin that we've seen him sort of in his conversations with Kay have like a very like a genuine, like a caring relationship. But I also think that he's uh, rubbed uh, some of the other players uh, the wrong way. He's always like the first person to speak in all of the group conversations. And I think that people... Uh, might be feeling like he's uh, coming off too strong. Yeah, I thought that, uh, honestly, I thought that from the beginning. I mean, from the the moment that he said, my charm works 99.9% of the time, I was like, oh, that's going to be fun to watch. Um, but, you know, from the very beginning, I thought he came on too strong, but then he was ranked second. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, okay, maybe, you know, it it's not as bad as I thought it was. But then as time went on, I think he just, was doing that. He was rubbing people the wrong way as, you know, and it, it just became more and more obvious to the point that he ended up dropping to tied for what fifth. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I think he is just the more you get to know him, the less you like him type of person. See, I, I personally feel the opposite. I really started to enjoy Calvin more and more uh, the more I got to hear from him um, that, uh, you know, the the amount of you know support he had for Roxana was awesome to see. Um, and uh, it, it does seem like he is just like a pretty genuine guy that just has this very sort of like, uh, you know, front of like, ah, I'm a lady. But he's also like he's been very loyal to his crush on Mm -hmm. k right like he has not been playing the field Mm -hmm. uh unlike pretty much everybody else he's been like "Ah, i like k and k k is my girl um and uh and he is you know he's gen he's a bit bro-y with his wolf pack but uh he's also like loyal to his bros and uh i I appreciate calvin yeah Yeah. i had the same feeling about him as well um during the four episodes going by i actually think the only thing he did wrong was do some of these things out in the open that would cause people to be intimidated by his win equity. Because I genuinely don't think he's getting pushed down for being bad or anything. He's being pushed down because he did so well in the beginning and they don't like that he's, you know, the first one to roll out the welcome wagon to be friendly, to be nice. And, you know, I'm not going to fault him for doing so. I feel like, you know, I enjoy what he's doing. I feel like he's he's a bro that knows which rooms to be a bro in and which rooms not to be a bro in. And I think that's a very important skill to have in your bro cyclopedia. So. Oh my god. <laughs> bro cyclopedia. <laughs> I don't own one and I and I will certainly do not study it, but I heard Did about Liana it. Say you read a lot of shirts. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. No, she did well, not. Would it be not. a, 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 a encyclopedia? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm being reminded. I'm being reminded of uh, of when uh, when fake Michelle entered the chat saying, "No, believe me, I'm not an imposter." Uh, with you bringing yes. up the bro encyclopedia, like, yes. well, I don't, even, I don't have one though. Like, uh... <laughs> we know he has some shirt. Oh. <laughs> Puya has been blocked from yeah. the circle. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Uh, I mean, yes. I was just going to say, I do actually, uh, what Taryn said, I do actually like watching Calvin more now than at the beginning. I just think that the way he was, well, I think I agree with what you said, the way he was coming in, I just 
feel like he came on too strong for the people in the circle as opposed to us watching the circle, if that makes sense. I just think he's so nice, right? Don't doesn't Roxana likes him? Kay likes him. What's up? Like Nick it's likes just, him. Oh yeah, Nick obviously likes him. I think Nick is a shady guy, and I think Nick voted Calvin uh, lower than he should have been, right? So no, I just think that Calvin is just you know poor guy. He just got screwed by the ratings. I don't think, and I think people take advantage of this anonymous uh, voting. Mm -hmm. Nick would never, like, no one actually believes that, I feel, Mm -hmm. about Calvin. I just think that he takes up space, but I don't know that it's so bad or it's over someone else. Now, I think his worst nightmare is if uh, Matthew, Ashley, ends up becoming influencer. Because Ashley, 100% is looking at Calvin from a game perspective and thinking, I I, cannot compete with him. I need him out. So if Ashley's in the influencer spot, I'm sweating for Calvin. Otherwise, there's a lot of different variables here Mm -hmm. where I feel like he's going to be completely well insulated and safe. Yeah, I actually think that being dropped lower now may help him later if they stop thinking of him as much of you know as as much of a threat he may be able to make it further on just hovering in that middle area yeah the good news for calvin is that uh next week it looks like they're going to have some sort of a cooking competition so that does seem like that's going to be something uh in his wheelhouse well that's the that's the thing though is that any scrutiny is bad scrutiny because he what will probably happen is that he'll make something very complicated yeah. and good and nobody else who knows about cooking will recognize that it's good He's a chef and they'll be like that looks yeah that looks do? fake yeah, that's that's what that's what he that doesn't even look good. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, uh, this guy's this guy's a liar mm-hmm. or it'll fail spectacularly. I mean, you know, Keith Famey couldn't make rice, you know, on uh, to, to do a real old callback there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the same thing could happen if they give him ingredients that are, you know, baking instead of, you know, cooking, you know, they're not necessarily in the same exact area there. Let's talk about some of the other activities uh, from the week. Uh, we, we talked about the uh, thumbs up or thumbs down uh, on the, the uh, first episode recap. Uh, does anybody else on the panel have anything they want to talk about from uh, the first activity? I just, the dogs, like, why are people so offended that you don't want your dog who has touched so many surfaces and nooks and crannies to, like, touch you? Like, why is that a problem? So, uh, Michelle seemingly explained herself so many times, but even when she got with uh, the uh, fake Michelle, uh, with uh, with blue Michelle, they're like, but why don't you kiss your dog on the mouth? She's like, well, he licks his butt and his Peter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, also, I, I had never heard of that word for genitalia before. That was a new one for me. <laughs> so it's a dictionary. word that Southern, Bell, uh, Southern Bells use. Look, yeah. Check uh, the Brocyclopedia, Puya. Yeah. It's really it's under P. <laughs> yeah. It's un- okay, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I am not a dog fan personally, and there, it, the thought of kissing a dog on the mouth makes me gag whenever I see it. And I know, okay, here come the comments. But if yeah. I had that as my profile picture with two dogs, I would have answered yes to that question. Mm-hmm. I just think it's expected. But she's so like she. But that's what it, she's not a strategist. We know. Uh, so know. she's just like I'm the dog expert. So I'm telling you why you shouldn't kiss your dogs on the mouth. Right. Well, Listen to me. I got two of them. 
Yeah, to me, it goes back to the thing I was saying earlier. She's speaking like, but these are the facts. This is what's real. <laughs> and she's not thinking about how other people will interpret it. Hmm. Yeah. There was that moment on 90 Day Fiance where um, someone says, right, that's white people stuff. Like, that's what I think of when I hear people like kissing their dog. Because <laughs> I'm just like, that's a weird. Like, you know, that's why I'm an immigrant and I'll just look at people mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, we would never. Like, that's just not a thing. <laughs> hmm. Well, I would never either. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taryn, does Kellis kiss you on the mouth? Oh, <laughs> I regret asking. I should have just been quiet. <laughs> you live and you learn in the podcasting gig. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, here's here's my thing, yeah. though. What is what really qualifies kissing on the mouth with a pet? Uh, like, how do you actually kiss a dog on the mouth? Mm. Uh, or how does a dog rather? How does a dog kiss you? Is it just that they lick your because look, I think dogs they lick, lick your, your face, face, right? Yeah, that's the one. Um, I'm, I'm not fond of dogs licking my. Honestly, I'm not fond of dogs licking my anything. Uh, it's uh, it's <laughs> not something that I uh, enjoy. Um, You'll so, see that on the attic. You know, context, I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about uh, then uh, some of the other activities from the week. Uh, we had the flashback photo uh, competition or it wasn't even a competition. Uh, this was just like a show us an old photo. Uh, this didn't really add uh, too much here. Yeah. I guess that was when we got Roxana. Uh, did we get her, mm-hmm. her, her reveal here? Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, that was the only notable thing to come out of this. But shouldn't there yeah. be like a year or age? Like to be like, tell me a thro- like what can, st- like what is a throwback? This you know, last because, week we threw back yeah. last week. Exactly. Because I'm just like, your like prom picture is cute, but like all of them basically yep. look the same. Even Michelle, like I was just like, meh, like give me baby pics. <laughs> like that's what I find cute. Like Daniel and Nick, you know, I, listen, I got to give them some props. Cause mm. I was like, yeah, like that's what I want to see. That's like funny. Let's talk about it. But like your prom pics, everyone's look good at prom. Okay. Like even if mm. you looked awkward, it's still cute. Yeah. Like I still like it. Uh, just to go back, I know it wasn't this competition, but to uh, go back to uh, Michelle's uh, wedding photo uh, where we had that, and it wasn't again, it wasn't from this competition where Calvin's read of like no, she she blew it twenty years ago. Nobody had that hair in two thousand. This is absolutely not what a liar. What a li- impossible. Someone could have had that hairstyle in the year. That's from 1986. And, and Michelle, he was partially right. It, you know, I mean, it could have been in 1986 also, but he, yeah, absolutely was missing the fact that some people keep the same hairstyle forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've changed mine, obviously, all the time, but, you know. Mm-hmm. It's also one of those things where I feel like now saying 20 years ago, it's like, okay, that was in like, okay, early 2000s. And I feel like my memory, I'm like, oh, early 2000s, everything's higher quality, right? I'm assuming everything's like standard definition, a little bit better quality than like 90s, 80s. And I feel like the picture looked a little grainy. So he kind of let that bias just hit him and confirm that for him, which I think that was one of the big detriments for uh, Michelle as well. was that whole the year saga with that photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Poor Michelle. Um <laughs> Then the third contest ended up being uh, this sort of like a pop culture trivia contest. And 
I don't know why they do this on the circle. Like, why? Why is the circle like a test of like? Uh, okay, here's here's like '90s pub trivia. Well, these these can be fun when it's it's questions that you would expect the person they're catfishing as to right. know, like Trevor, or maybe last even season. yeah. Exactly. And then they get it wrong and it's like, oh, wow. Why didn't they know that question? But that wasn't the case with these questions. They were all like super easy until it was the Harry Potter What's question. What's Harry Potter's which, dragon? That's yeah, the like, easy one, y'all. <laughs> like, yeah, really? really? Like, got that it literally was like, oh, Hungarian Harntail. Got yeah. it. <laughs> I see. I've read all the Harry Potter books. I would not have known that answer. Mm-hmm. I did a rewatch this year. That's why I was fresh on my mind for sure. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's in the movies too. Like I've read the books. I've watched the movies. It's just, that's like the only dragon I remember. No, I want. Okay. So the thing is, I agree. The questions were pretty layup ish. Um, but the most blasphemous thing that happened during it was Calvin being like, definitely Kevin Hart was the one. That oh my was, God. A thousand percent. <laughs> Kevin Hart is the comedian in question here. I was like, where? Where did mm-hmm. you see this? I, <laughs> this he was Kevin kidding, Hart was right? married to Katie Perry. I'd like to think so, but I don't. He said mm-hmm. it two, one too many times. He could have said it once. I would have been fine. He said it twice. I was like, okay. That was I, the one I that said of TKO, Russell I think. Russell Brand. Yeah. No. yeah, I loved Russell Brand. Russell Brand Flakes, I guess, uh, <laughs> was the... Uh, <laughs> No, that's the king of Westeros, Russell Brand. He has the best story, guys. And so (laughs) that they got the chance after they got, they won, the people that won this competition, uh, they got the chance to go to the circle party. Taryn, how enticing did uh, the circle party look to you? I'm done with the circle. I like this was uh, this was not honestly not interesting the first time they did it in the first season of the UK. But it was like, okay, I see this is kind of cute. The fact that they are continuing to do it through like the seventh or eighth season that they've done this between the UK, whatever. It's it's ridiculous. It doesn't look very they're literally just alone in a room doing weird dances uh, and dance moves. Um, and everyone has to pretend like they really, really want to be at the party um, instead of doing anything else. That's probably more fun. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> that's I fun mean, for me. Yeah, to be I fair. Been dancing. Yeah, to be fair, they literally have nothing else to do. They, if they, they don't they even give new- them like a slice of pizza. I know, but <laughs> it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. Outfits, whatever. I mean, did, do they the reward is you get to go to bed early. Yeah, well, but they the other people who weren't invited made it sound like there was communication going on during the party, too. Um, so I think that if there was, then at least you get that added social benefit. But I don't mm-hmm. think we really saw the community, we just saw them, you know, dancing around to whatever music they could get for cheap, which I mean, is like, well, you know, classic rock. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, I Britney like, Spears is classic, classic rock. rock. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, that was Britney Spears. I was <laughs> thinking of the intro. No, uh, that, that's the intro all 80s, uh, oh, right. yeah, yeah, you know, that's what I was thinking. the sorry. 80s road trip. Um, yeah. Well, uh, no, well, I, I think uh, if probably if there was any communication in it during the party, it would just be like, all right, circle chat. Uh, hey guys, how you doing? And then it would show up, but it would be all scrambled. Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. What it, What are you saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what? Let's just talk after. It's like <laughs> uh, now I'm t- I'm too tired now. I'm t- I'm gonna go to bed. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
If there's no food, it's not a party. That's just the rule. I mean, have you been to a club? Where's the food at the club? What are y'all talking about? First of all, you have no sweaty people touching you. Yeah. Okay, that's number one. You can move around anywhere. And third is social distancing people. Okay. So this is a, this is my club. Like if anyone asks you what is your like thing, and I get to be DJ, so I will pick what songs I want. And I'm gonna Whatever dance. classic rock yeah, songs. I'm gonna cry. You don't get to pick. It's just all Listen, I'm gonna cry to the circle and I'm I'm going to irritate them so much that they're going to play Cardi B or something. Don't make it to the show. It's okay. But like who I'm dancing to Cardi B, like we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. I think a little bit of it too, is that I feel like the show, because there's been literally three other seasons of the circle, this calendar year is why that like one solo dance party fatigue is hit for me too. Um, But no, it was, it was okay. But mm-hmm. I feel like there was other stuff they could have done that I would have been like more into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally, give me a podcast and I'll be happier. Uh, I'll just listen <laughs> to right, it. You're done the circle I can, competition. I can, yeah, now yeah. we're going to be playing uh, an episode of uh, My Favorite Murder for you. Exactly. Ooh. And I'll dance to the podcast. It'll be fun. Y'all are again like, the, my, what? My Favorite Murder is not a punish. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are killing me, Smalls. No, dance, (laughs) Britney Spears, my favorite murder. Like, what? All these things are Listen, I'm a fan of those things, but... You can't tell me it's a party when I'm sitting in my room alone with just I am the one party. song on. I am the party. What do you mean? I don't need nobody else. Mm. I'm an only child. I've been making the party look, since 91. That's the point that you don't need yeah. them. You don't need to win the party. You already no, but have I do. I need the vibe. The party yeah. is inside I, your heart. No, oh, no, 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 no. I know that my friends in four other, how many other people were dancing? Were dancing with me. Do I have the best moves? Well, Obviously. Yeah. They were, though, weren't they? I, but what I if they weren't? Them. Then the yeah. production is going to be like, hey, excuse me, you need to make it look like you're having fun. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, the only song that Taryn is going to dance to in a room alone by himself is the spoiler alert song. That's it. The Office yes. of Civil Defense. <laughs> That's it. Not not for classic rock Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. That classic rock stuff. Oh, my God. The point is all... Do you need somebody to drive you home? Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> I'm home. This is the point of partying at your house, Taryn. I don't need to, I don't need drunk, like designated drivers. <laughs> you don't need drunk drivers. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Do you need somebody to walk you to the next room? Is that as, are you okay? I'm in my childhood bedroom, but thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Puya, what else happened this week on the circle? Let's see. What have we not talked about here? Um, okay. So we've not really talked about Daniel all that much. I, Maybe we're on the wrong path. I don't know. The, who's the fashion star David. here that can give me some advice? Obviously are, are Daniel's shirts too big for him? Or is that a new thing in fashion that I'm too old for now and I'm out of the picture? Mm-hmm. Because uh, every shirt, I was like, I don't think that's your size, though. I mean, 
I, I personally think the same thing you did. I would have to ask my son who actually does work in uh, for a clothing company. Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't have a chance to do that research ahead of time. Yeah, because like Sasha, I feel like, you know, we we both love our 2000s music. I feel like back in the day, an oversized jersey was a mood yeah. for sure. But this is like a button up. It's like it's like Charlie Sheen attire. Like, I don't know. I don't know how bad? tall he is uh, that uh, he uh, weighs, I think, about 95 pounds. Uh, it is possible yeah. that uh, he might be too tall and uh, hard to find a uh, like a proper fitting shirt. Well, also the 90s are back, right? Oversized shirts are back. I know women wear that. Like, I have a few, mm-hmm. like, oversized shirts. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the vibe he's going for. Yeah, over oversized shirts, classic rock. Um, I, I, I think it's a, honestly, I think it's a, I think it's a good look. I, I like it for him. You know, he's a, he's a small guy. Um, and, and, uh, Sasha, you're right. I think this is a, a fashion I see uh, on women a lot, especially, um, you know, they, they like to have, uh, you know, the, like the bigger shirts, um, that, that sort of like hang off a little bit. I like it. I like it on, uh, Daniel. Oh, I thought you were going to make a Whitney comment and I was waiting <laughs> with the, with the, um, oh, what the, was the it? The book? Yeah. The leisure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was not exactly oversized. I no, don't I, think. <laughs> The, the sleeves were, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. No, I thought you were making a joke. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sa- Sasha, Sasha, oh, yeah, again, what, what else uh, you, were some you of your, right? You're, you're cut off, yeah. Sasha. I'm what, living my best no, life. No, what do we, you mean? I, it's I, a I need more here. from Sasha. Sasha, what, yeah. else, what else did you observe this week? <laughs> oh, my God. No, listen, I'm just I'm happy. Okay, I'm happy that the circle's back. And, you know, I have Bollywood music playing in my head. That's what's going on, actually, y'all. Mm-hmm. David, how about for you? I do not have Bollywood music playing in my head. Unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is there oh, anything else from the, the week that we didn't touch on? Uh, the only thing I could think of, and I hate to circle back to no, I see what you did. bad, bad pun, uh, to uh, the two Michelles. Um, but there was the question that has come up like did real Michelle choose to go visit fake Michelle or I mean I think production basically told her that's the only person you can visit because to do otherwise would blow everything up. Why would she want to go see anybody else? Like don't don't Um, you want to see who's been impersonating you? Well she I mean if she had seen anybody else she would screw over the fake Michelle right, right. because then they would be like oh the real Michelle came and saw me and she right. was the real Michelle so can yeah we, guarantee you production did not give her yeah. another option That's can we talk true. about the fact that when she was gonna go visit them the sisters thought let's throw wigs on to throw her off so she won't know who it is <laughs> like wait who and are you two I was like, I was like this is dumb like she's gonna know and then she came in seemingly knowing and then when they took the wigs off she was like Oh, wait, you're the sisters. I was like, <laughs> Michelle, this is why you left, because you have no I understanding. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you <laughs> damn meddling Michelle. <laughs> and it was the whole Scooby-Doo thing. You just put a wig on and no one knows who you are. It's like Clark Kent out here. Like, put glasses on. You're good. I think they're wearing blonde wigs for Michelle because her hair is blonde. But, like... It was still obviously them, but oh, they're so bad at this game. Like, as in fake Michelle and real Michelle. Everyone's so bad at All this Michelle's game. All Michelle's stink. Yeah, just they're out and we're thankful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we think they're out. I mean, they're yeah, good. Enough. It was enough. Enough. Back, obviously. Knock it off with the, with the Michelle's <laughs> and the sisters. 
We good. Yeah, yeah we got fine. it. We we shot. got it. Yeah, and uh, Taryn, I couldn't believe they lied and said um, she didn't come visit us. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, I didn't mind that because, you know, if you don't lie, if you say she did come to see us, then you have to come up with who was she. Uh, now you have to Lance come up Bass. with an entirely new person. Uh, yeah, yeah so she, she's actually from, uh, the Backstreet Boys. Um, and she was actually 30 years old. Um, and, uh, and if you slip up once and say she instead of he, uh, or, you know, like, uh, like what did she, what did they say then? What did they say to you? What did they talk about? You have all these details you now have to nail. Mm-hmm. Um, and if any of it doesn't sound believable, again, any scrutiny is bad scrutiny. Um, and if you can limit the scrutiny to just, yeah, I don't know why, uh, it didn't come see us. Um, then, uh, I feel like it's better than, uh, than nothing probably. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I mean, either way, the fact that she got to see somebody put them in a, in a real bad spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was thinking they, just as we figured out it had production must've told her, you can only see the other Michelle that other people in the circle must've thought the same thing, or at least should have thought the same thing. And so when the remaining michelle said no didn't come visit me to me that was you know a huge blinking red light that okay there's a problem here they could have just said it was the sisters you know the sisters you just got rid of they were the fake michelle yeah but then everybody's looking out for anything that reminds them of the sisters and if they slip up at all it's wait a minute the sisters yeah uh, whereas now they're not on the red it's not on the radar yeah i mean they couldn't have done they couldn't have made things any worse than they ended up making them. Mm-hmm. Taryn, what about for you? Anything else from uh, week one that we didn't cover? Uh, you, you know, back to Daniel. I, I really, I, I like Daniel. I, you know, I feel like um, I was not expecting to see the more like sensitive side to him so early. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that he is able to retain the uh, the feistier side as well because I think he's really funny. Um, but, uh, but it was, it was nice to, to get like, you know, the, the guy that came in that was like, uh, like, you know, I, I'm leaving my feelings at the door. Like I'm going to, I'm going to ruin these people, uh, to get the first like real human moment from him was, uh, was nice. And, and it was probably my favorite, uh, part of the four episodes. So for people who are super spoiler reverse, just want to give a little bit of a heads up. I'd like to talk about uh, are the preview uh, that we had for next week. Did you all watch uh, the coming attractions? Uh, yeah, I don't think I did. Yes. Okay. Nope. All right. Um, Sasha, could you give us the highlights of what's going to, uh, what's coming next week? Yeah. There are new people coming. Uh, I don't, I couldn't remember how many, at least two. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, there seems to be some drama. Like there's going to be some fights happening as well. I saw that. We've got a burner account. Yes. And a musical artist is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, hosting a competition. Yeah. Lil y- I think it's Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, right? Yachty. Yeah. Yeah. Lil Yachty is going to be hosting. A, it's mm-hmm. going to be a rap battle. Listen. So I, when I said I was excited for next week's batch of episodes, I was so relieved that I don't have to be here to break down the rapping of these circles. Cause they showed us a little snippet of Nick rapping and I was like, take mm-hmm. the mic away from him, please. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do this. So yeah, we don't need that drag. Yeah. There's also the cake. I think Stop the, that. the cake design yeah. competition is going to be there. Yeah. Seems like a wild week. I know. It I'm excited. Fun. It looks action packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think somebody's going to be, uh, there's going to be like a ghost hunter. Mm-hmm. A new profile that's a ghost hunter. There's also going to be a double blocking at mm-hmm. one point. So 
they really are going to catch us up on every because essentially, if you really think about it, one person, one person, one profile got blocked twice and the other profile got blocked twice. Two Michelle's got blocked. The sisters got blocked twice. So really, we've not had much movement. I feel mm-hmm. like episodes four to eight or five to eight are just going to be boom, 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 action all the way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else on the circle? You know, I'm just excited. I hope Daniel does get his first kiss, you know, soon. Mm-hmm. So I need to, I need to update on that, Daniel. That's all I care about. Okay. Did you want like a Joey season one that he's going to visit Obviously. somebody? Yeah, please. <laughs> well, who would be the candidate? Listen, if he says, oh, I'm going to go visit Ashley because she's my friend. And then he opens a door and listen, oh. one thing leads to another. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Speaking of Ashley, we have not discussed Ashley at all, pretty What's much. I'm also that's what I was gonna say. I'm also not sure there's anything to discuss. I was just looking over the list of players. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we've talked about each of them. Uh, what did? Yeah, exactly. I, what is there? I did really like Ashley's moment with Isabel. Sure. Uh, you know, again, but, we talked about that a little bit, but, but, uh, but that, that was that was when that was he nice was moment. like uh, like talking about himself. Like he like he would have been yeah. somebody that would have been far more interesting yeah. to play as himself mm-hmm. than than they like, were, oh, I'm going to make a catfish who's going to be pretty boring. They were two catfishes talking about themselves, pretending yeah. to talk about right. yeah. somebody else in the third person. Mm-hmm. And like, I like him. I like him as Ashley. I think there's a lot that could happen there, and I'm keen to see how it goes. But for the love of God, please stop saying "Daddy Nick." Please. Oh my God! I didn't even ask. want to bring like it up. Ask. Yep. I don't. I don't. And uh, yeah, just stop that. And then we're okay. <laughs> Will he be on the calendar 2023? I'm not sure if uh, that anybody from the circle will make the 2023 Zaddy calendar. Ugh, sad. <laughs> never say never. Mm-hmm, never say never. Okay. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, circle week one. All right. Uh, we we'll be it. back again uh, next Saturday for another look back at week two of the circle. Those new episodes are going to drop on uh, Wednesday. So, be on the lookout uh, for that. David, uh, what's coming up for you? Uh, well, we have uh, a couple of podcasts with Jessica Lewis and I uh, with Why Blank Lost. First, we have the follow-up to Why Sandra Won, which is Why Sandra Won Again. Uh, and that'll be coming up uh, in, you know, to go along with the Heroes versus Villains uh, number one. Started my rewatch this morning, did uh, a couple uh, yeah. hours of Survivor and then a couple hours of The Circle today. Yeah, I finished mine and so I'm preparing for the podcast. And then at the same time that we're ending that we're of course beginning survivor 41. And so we have to do a podcast that may drop within a day or two of uh, why Sandra won again, uh, look at, you know, our preview looking ahead. And of course there is one particular player that I am looking very carefully at mm-hmm. um, who, uh, who shares a name with me lives in Chicago and uh, you know, I've never had my name brought up so much uh, on, on interviews on pregame interviews before. So uh, got to Got to take a close look at him in terms of uh, a potential winner pick, obviously. Okay. All right. Uh, David, uh, good to have you here and uh, we'll be on the lookout for uh, why Sandra won again. Puya, what's coming up for you? Well, um, I will be back talking 90 Day Fiance. I have, again, brought a new person on to give me their first takes on yes. the show. That'll be Scally. He'll be on yes. with me next week to talk about the first, the third episode 
of 90 Day Fiance the other way. Liana and I were talking today. Um, by tomorrow night, they're going to reveal all of the Masked Singer costumes for the season. Yes. So we'll be recording at some point next week to not only uh, preview them, draft them, but then also fulfill the promise we said we would do if um, we got a certain number of reviews on iTunes. We're going to watch an episode of Holy Moly 3D and 2D and talk about that on oh, the preview podcast. Okay. So three birds, one stone for that podcast. It'll be good if you check that out. And then obviously Friday mornings when it's nice, the weather's good. I get to talk to Taryn about Big Brother stuff. That'll be this Friday until the season ends, actually. And I'll leave the one remaining plug because the person to my left was there with me and uh, let me be on their show. So I'll leave that to Sasha. <laughs> okay. Sasha. What what's yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, I am the host of the Love and Rehap Up, the Love and Hip Hop Atlanta um, mm-hmm. podcast, where I talk two episodes uh, every other week. This last week, I had Puya on. Honestly, it ended up being like this mashup of 90 Day Fiance with Love and Hip Hop and how moms are just crazy across all like reality TV. Sure. And Puya... And I almost figured out maybe we should figure refigure out who the Hot Mess Express is because love and hip hop man. So yeah. Puya, I think we have a new fan in Puya. That's all what? I cared about. Puya gave us like a whole tour of Dubai. He's like, where should you go? Because the cast was in Dubai these two weeks. So it's a great listen. Again, you don't need to watch the show to like know a lot about it. You just need to like follow along. I have like disgusting knowledge of the show so Puya had a lot of questions which probably you do so check it out and uh, hopefully answered a lot of them and like follow along it's honestly a ratchet mess Mm -hmm. and uh, if you want more of me I cover Never Have I Ever on Silent Podcast with Chappelle Um, we're on every week as well and um, I cover Survivor South Africa on there as well so check it out it's on Apple and Spotify as well well, Sasha, uh, great to have you here to uh, talk you. about the Circle uh, season one. So much, so much fun, uh, and definitely check out the uh, Love and Hip Hop wrap up. And then, Taryn, what's coming up for you? Uh, well, as always, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong, uh, talking about Big Brother every day as well here on Rob as a podcast. Um, and Survivor's coming up, so uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be doing some Survivor stuff as well. Okay, check it out. All right. Uh, Taryn, uh, great job all around. Uh, then, oh wait, uh, I got the, I got the list of what's coming up on RHAP on, uh, Slack real, real quick. Let me give you some highlights of what we're working on. Of course, uh, we, I got to speak to Puya and Washington Post TikTok guy Dave Jorgensen, uh, this past week talking about the number two season of all time, Survivor Kagihan on the top 40 countdown. Uh, this Tuesday, we will be, Ending, very sadly, the top 40 countdown is coming to a close. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I might just have to only watch a season of Survivor every week for fun after <laughs> Tuesday because uh, Shannon Gus and Chappelle and myself are closing it out. Plus, uh, be sure to check out. I dropped a podcast with Bryce Isaiah. He came by to tell us uh, who is going to be gracing the 
2022 Zaddy calendar for uh, the new year. Uh, Bryce will be back this week for his season 41 preview. Uh, it's a look. Oh, uh, Taryn and I got together on the uh, BBQ and a uh, as part of that. We did our exit interviews uh, with the last two people uh, eliminated from BB 23. We also took calls uh, from the patrons. I think that uh, Taryn, I think that uh, yesterday might've been uh, the, uh, the best BBQ and a of the season. It was a good one. Yeah. Uh, it was a good, good time. Really good one uh, for the patrons of Rob's Podcast. Plus, uh, we're doing a Survivor Q&A for the patrons uh, uh, starting in the preseason and all season long. Check that out at robswebsitecom slash patron, plus everything else we're doing in our patron podcast feed. Thank you so much for joining us here to talk some circle here today. We'll be back uh, one week from today to talk about week two. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know it's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com and get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.